So I don't know what we're actually supposed to be talking about this time. I don't know if you were <laughs> serious about the the Yu-Gi-Oh thing. <laughs> I I was only sort of serious. I did watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I did watch it just in case, but um the entire time I was like, hmm. I wonder if we are actually going to be talking about this. <laughs> I've never I've never made a bit ever. Uh welcome to to we- reinventing the wheel, a Wheeler brand podcast, the Wheeler brand. Uh, this is a nice code open. Mm. Hi, I'm back. It's me. It's Pay again. I'm back. I don't think I've ever I posted the last one because I I just forgot to. <laughs> this has happened twice with podcasts with you listen, before. Listen, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny. Listen, it's just like Alpharad. You can just like keep that shit for three years and then post it out of nowhere, and you have free content. <laughs> Gonna post it on Wheeler Plus. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually Wheeler Gold at that point. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, what's next? Uh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, duh, 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 duh. oh yeah, okay. We're talking a little bit about Time to Duel, a 2005 Yu-Gi-Oh fan film. It's a it's a very good fan film. Uh, easily recommend, especially since it's free. Um, if you uh, if you like comedy on the side of like um of like rada or mbt i think or it's a really good Farf- Yu-Gi-Oh watch or farfa no no farfa is more like a more like a drama react guy but like mbt and rada have done like sketches and rada has oh, mentioned yeah. like yeah. videos or referenced them at least by playing clips um in his videos hmm. well not of this but like of things similar to time to duel yeah, I okay. I'm we're not doing the full summary of this because that's this. I don't know. Think if we can put it into words this entire well, thing. I mean, you can. You can imagine it's the like first what like fifty or so episodes of the original Yu Gi Oh series, but like, <laughs> that's in a jumbled say, up order. I wouldn't say all of it. I wouldn't say fifty. I've said okay. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right because. Keith and Keith, so yeah, it includes Bandit Keith. It, Keith, it mentions Duelist Kingdom outside of the duel that Yugi and Kaiba have there, um, and it just kind of ends at that point. Except they they kind of change the timeline <laughs> so that so that Joey just instantly gets the money for Serenity. Yeah, it it's interesting. I would say that uh, we start off with an intro. Uh, we get Elon Musk, Yugi, I guess. <laughs> I, my favorite thing about the puzzle is how bad it looks. Yeah, it, it. I the entire time I was watching it, I was like, "Man, they just got like an oversized dreidel and then turned it into the Millennium puzzle." Oh, they really this did. Is, I I also like how Yugi's costume was the only one that had like effort because they got him like a wig. Everyone else is just like a <laughs> sort of real life look alike of the character. The, uh, by the way, Yugi is the director. Yeah, I I figured. Like I was looking, at it, I was like, oh yeah, that's a. I think I saw that name in the credits list already. And it's like, mm. um, um, we. I like they established early, like in the hopefully monologue that Yugi's parents are dead, and they died in a car see accident. Still of them too, yeah, in a car crash. <laughs> yeah, I and think... grandpa grandpa raised him as a baby. <laughs> you know, as it goes in real life, um. I liked that the only thing that seemed to have been updated from between 2005 and 2023 was the intro 
yes. <laughs> where you see like uh each of the each of the roles and you see who's supposed to be who and they clearly used this time around like dual links portraits yeah. for most of them except for like pegasus and kaiba with kaiba i've i've seen that art i'm pretty sure it was on the the sleeve where it was him with like the stock art from majesty of blue and then for maximilian pegasus they just didn't try they're just like okay we're going to use the same um stock art that's from 2003 like we did 2005 yeah i uh hmm i say i had words I do commend them for like replicating this, replicating the like opening scene of Yugi and Joey dueling. Mm-hmm. And also, the thing that was pointed out by Morgan uh, on I think both on Twitter and I don't know in the Discord or not, but like they use sleeves the entire yeah. time. Uh, except for Mai, who just uses those like fucking penny sleeves that are way too big for Yu Gi Oh cards. Oh, oh no, uh, no, Yugi also uses like standard trading card sleeves for his cards. I noticed that. I know uh, I thought know that the uh, tail was using clear sleeves at least. Um that I couldn't tell completely, but I was like 90% sure that they were just like penny sleeves basically. Mm. Um another detail I liked is how they used the paper mats specifically for most yes. of the <laughs> I like the the starter deck mats that yeah everyone had too many of. <laughs> I'm like it, it's really interesting to look at that and you go you had the budget for sleeves but you couldn't get like two different play mats. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So they do the. Oh, I know where that Pegasus art is from. That's from hmm. uh, the like flesh. Like the flash side from like way before. Mm. I remembered it. I remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what you're talking about. That's that's a blast in the past. <laughs> uh yeah, uh they do the the like initial scene of Joey learning how to actually duel. Yeah. And then you have Kaiba in the background going, hmm, I don't care about these losers, except Kaiba. <laughs> I was the best actor in this. I literally was the best fucking actor out of all of them. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, like I I was listening to him. I'm like, yeah, this is actually just Kaiba. If they couldn't get um, what's his face to voice him, Eric Eric Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, I was hoping like for to see like some landmark that I could recognize and find out where they were, mm-hmm. because like. Someone click could definitely tell what they were if they knew the the loca- locale the yeah the I landmarks like how, how they how my and Taya dueled inside like <laughs> a state house yeah um and I did like that they seemingly went to like an actual hobby shop to film like um the scene where they're meeting up with Yugi's grandpa I thought that was kind of yeah, had an mm-hmm. Iron Man mask, uh, a Hulk, had literally Yu-Gi-Oh tins on the table. Yeah, I saw. I like that. <laughs> um, let me think. I'm trying to remember like the the biggest details. Um, I liked when Kaiba, after getting rejected uh, for his offer of trading that one 
one row of cards for blue eyes. Hey, that was a full, full, full briefcase. That was one layer of fucking card, <laughs> which doesn't look as impressive when you consider the anime has like five different layers at least. But I like when Kaiba storms out, he like grabs Tristan by like the collar and he just hangs on to his collar for like a good five seconds. And it's like, oh, oh, so we, they've got something going on, right? Like, like you know, Kaiba saw Tristan, and he was like, "Oh shit, I've got to touch this boy, no matter how I can, no matter how I've got to <laughs> make him think that I hate him." But in reality, I want to talk to him, and then he just leaves. It's funny how Tristan is like the one character that doesn't matter in this at all. I mean, I, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of accurate to the, to the anime in the beginning. Because he was just some dude who used to bully Yugi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the f- funny thing Evie said was he looked like Columbo. <laughs> he kind of did. It's maybe even too much so when he was holding that newspaper. Um, by the way, I, I think we should move on from the character design because it's like, it's you know, whatever. And I think the more important and fascinating thing to talk about is the order of how they did stuff. Okay. Yeah. So like, like they, they started off with, um, Yugi and Joey dueling, like you said, uh, that's how it starts in Yu-Gi-Oh normally. And then they immediately nosedive into Taya dueling Mai, the regional champion, the regional champion. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember if that actually ever happened in the anime or not. This might just be, Doing the anime was after Luke, Yugi lost his smile from uh, yeah. not killing Kaiba. <laughs> I think it went, went similar. I don't, I don't, don't remember if Taya won or not in the anime. Yeah. I, I know in the movie she wins because my purposefully does not activate Raigeki. Um, in the movie? Oh, no, this in, movie. In sorry. To duel. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, she she's like I'm not going to activate Rigaiki because uh it would like crush her spirit and also I've learned my lesson or whatever. Yeah. Um let me look up real quick. Taya versus my Taya Gardner via Valentine duel. Okay. Okay. In this in the anime, Mai's mm. doesn't activate Harpy's Feather Duster. Mm. And she surrenders. So basically okay. the same thing. Yeah, basically the same thing. And then Maya takes a uh, Griffin. Maya, Taya takes a uh, Griffin Wing, which is like, why would you do that? Okay, <laughs> Feather Duster costs way more, but okay. Um, oh, and I did want to point out that during the duel, when when Maya activates Harpy's Feather Duster, she makes a huge deal about how it destroys all of Taya's spell and trap cards, and then proceeds to elaborate that when activating another <laughs> field spell, the original field spell is destroyed. Yeah. Which doesn't fucking matter because you already destroyed it with Harpy's Feather Duster, but whatever. The few times in this where they like do like sort of anime rules, but not really. Mm-hmm. Like activating a card and then playing a card that it's equipping to or whatever. Yeah, like they, they play Yugi plays Horn of the Unicorn, spoilers, and then immediately summons like Silverfang or something. And it's like Whatever. I, I get what you're trying to do, but that's not how you do it. Yeah. Um, but also earlier in that duel, Mai activates Elegant Egotist after summoning Harpy Lady with the Spanish Monster Reborn. And she's like, I summon Harpy Lady Sisters, 
but I have to tribute my Harpy Lady, and no, you do not. The card is right on the table. <laughs> it clearly states that you don't have to tribute your Harpy Lady. I, I was unsure about that, and I didn't want to look it up. No, uh, Elegant Egotist just says that you can summon a Harpy Lady or Harpy Lady Sisters from your um, hand, deck, or graveyard, if I remember correctly, but it does not tribute the Harpy Lady that's on the field. Hmm. Um. <laughs> So yeah, and then after that, it's like, where would you go next? You know, um, you you've pushed the duel between Maya and Taya earlier, so yeah. now you're stuck still at the beginning. Um, they haven't even gone to um the game shop yet at that point, if I remember correctly. They do that after they do that after because Joey needs to borrow money. Oh yeah. Um, so where do you yeah. go from that? Okay. You, wait, wait. you Joey gets the hmm. call like in the last. Yeah, the duel, and <laughs> that serenity has been hospitalized, and her <laughs> eye condition is getting worse. Yeah, yeah, which is, yeah, because after that duel, uh, Joey reveals that information, and Mai goes, "Oh, you need fifty thousand dollars? Well, just enter Duelist Kingdom, where the prize is fifty thousand dollars." And Joey it's, goes, no, "This isn't Duelist Kingdom. This isn't Duelist Kingdom. This is, in, is Invitational, or something." Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. It's supposed to be Duelist Kingdom, though, right? Because it's like it ends with Bandit Keith as the champion, or you fight Bandit Keith in the end because he's like the regional champion. He's like a national champion. You know, Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> has so many terms that I just can't be bothered to memorize all of them, right? Yeah. So yeah. he's whatever champion. He's the he's the champion of whatever he needs to be the champion of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so they go to there, they go to the game shop, um, and Joey's like, I need to borrow two hundred dollars for the entry fee because for some this, reason there's an entry fee now. And, and also this is the reason, also this is the first time he's meeting grandpa. Yeah. Also, this is an invitational. You don't need to spend two hundred dollars for an invitational because you get an invite to the invitational. But anyway, he's like Yo, Gramps, I need to borrow $200. I promise I'll repay you. And he goes, okay. And hands Joey a crisp $2. (laughs) They they didn't get like fake $100 bills or whatever. They're just like, all right, here's two $1 bills, Joey. Go get them. And Kaiba also, Kaiba stuff also happens here. Mm -hmm. Like like it does in the anime, you know, except for the borrowing money subplot kaiba shows up uh makes his offer about getting the fourth blue eyes uh and then storms off except except they outright mention the duel that is going to happen between him and grandpa like he actively challenges him as opposed to just storming off yeah. and then calling him later uh and then we get a duel plot sort of mm-hmm. um at this point, they they go in, they spend their two hundred dollars or whatever. I, I don't remember if Yugi was actually part of this. No, like, I know he was he, there watching, but I, I, I remember remember if he actually entered. I remember clearly because I took a clip of the Weevil talking, mm-hmm. Weevil and Rex talking because of how they talk. But Yugi says he's passing on this one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because and I guess you know, established people know him. That people know he's a duelist, and yeah. Despite the fact that he's just a high school kid. Yes. Who has done nothing, but yeah. Yeah, okay. I remember that. I remember hearing <laughs> Rex talk, and I go, okay, that's a, that's like a decent Rex voice. 
and then Weevil opened his mouth, and I went. He, he speaks like an like a joke military officer. Yes, it's like this is not the voice I would use for Weevil. This is the voice I would use for Tyranno. No, not even <laughs> closer the to voice... the voice that I would use for Tyranno. But if a robot was voicing Tyranno. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, when when Tyranno uh, loses his mind to um, the virtual world or whatever the fuck they did to him uh, in season two. Oh yeah, that yeah, 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 that happened. So yeah, you know, Yugi Yugi meets Rex and Weevil, and then oh, Joey okay. kicks. Um, before before ass. we get before we get there, I want to note that they walk into a convention center. Yeah, and it's just a convention center. People are around. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's kind of accurate to how Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments are hosted in real life. Yeah, yeah. I just—they're um, <laughs> not in the—they're not in the—they're in like a like a shed for the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad you slowed me down too because I did want to bring up the one judge that this uh, <laughs> invitational had. Yeah, who was watching over every duel somehow, even though you would think that they would hold the duels like. Um, at the same time, just to you know, save on a little bit of time since there was more than sixteen people. I couldn't. I at first I couldn't tell if it was like a Swiss or just a like a knockout tournament. Um, it, I mean, they show you that it ends up being Swiss because the same girl loses like twice. Oh yeah. Um, once against I think some random nobody. The other time against Weevil, if I remember correctly, Weevil yeah. or Rex. Um, yeah. That- Rex. And yeah, I, I just liked that guy because I thought it was very funny how he was just kind of like there. He was like, okay, yeah, I'm the judge. I'll flip your coins for you. I'll declare the winner and I'll make sure you two fuckers shake your hands before and after every duel. Because uh, if I remember correctly, there's I think it was the, the Joey and Rex duel where like they get up and then he like gestures for them to shake hands. Um and he's like very clearly like upset at this, like, ooh, you know, that's not sportsmanlike. You better shake hands. And then Rex shakes his Joey's hands and storms. I, off. I think I missed that. <laughs> it it was a it stood out to me because I was like, this is not how judges would react. They would they would probably be like, make sure you say good game or whatever, but like as long as you're not destroying shit, I'm not gonna care what you do. Can't believe we're shaking hands in this environment. <laughs> um you know what just occurred to me? I, I forgot to mention an important part of the game shop scene and of the beginning that? scene. Okay, please. Um, so at the end of the first scene where like Yugi and Joey are dueling, Yugi specifically gives Joey um, time. Wizard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, this card will help you out in the future. This is foreshadowing, by the way, Joey. Uh, and it's like, okay, cool, whatever. Because I don't remember how Joey got time wizard to begin with. He probably had it. Like to start since it's. Like, then, I think he trades it with Yugi on the boat. Yes. No. He does. No. He trades it. He trades it with somebody. Yeah, on trades the it. Boat. Yeah. And he gets Time Wizard there, and then at the end of the uh, game shop scene, after he gets the the two dollars, Yugi's grandpa gives him red eyes, and that doesn't come up actually. <laughs> yeah, red eyes never appears <laughs> in the short film afterwards. Like it's mentioned, it's shown on screen. And it's just not used against like Rex or Weevil or Bandit Keith. I mean, it could have been, but they don't show it. 
uh you're you're right it could have been you know used but it just what wasn't mentioned because it wasn't important um so back to <laughs> i just saw the images you posted i'm sorry <laughs> It's, he's he's judging. Yeah, he he's judging his fucking heart out. Um, so back to reality, you see the clip show of like these random duelists winning and losing, and then you'll see like Joey every now and again beat whoever, including um Weevil and Rex. Weevil, Weevil and Rex. Um, and then it, it comes down to the the big showdown. <laughs> yes, that Weevil. Who, oh my god, he, he just dresses like a fucking like preppy nerd. I <laughs> he's wearing whatever I, costume design they did for him was good because I do want to beat the shit out of this guy. He's wearing like a button up, a button up with a tie, mm-hmm. with a with like a green sweater over it, green sweatshirt maybe you could say. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely more of like a a sweater because it's supposed to be like a a fancy kind of look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it's something you would dress up for if you're going to like an interview or something. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> it's the finals. It's Joey versus uh, Bandit Keith, and uh, Bandit Keith is an asshole, as it turns out. Um, Who would have guessed? Every time he opened his mouth, I did expect him to call Joey some kind of like anti-gay slur. I'm not <laughs> going to lie. I really thought he was going to bust out like the F slur at some point. Um. <laughs> And, and they play, and there's some back and forth, and this is when you, like, super realize that they're <laughs> they're still doing the two thousand life point thing from the anime. Um, yeah, they they despite having like multiple du- duels, they never really established the two thousand life point stuff. Yeah, they they only do that for the final duel, where they establish how many life points there's going to be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you see them use um, like background effects again because what's important to notice is that um, in the in the first duel with uh, Taya and Mai, every now and again when Taya's like surprised, there's like a green background behind her. <laughs> Mueller is posting some of the whitest men in the in the podcast channel right now. Um, Neil <laughs> deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> next week can we just like or not even next week at some point can we can we just like stream this to lauren and have her give her like raw opinions on this movie sure (laughs) okay um so the duel is going on bandit keith is being like an asshole and he's up against the wall when he does his signature move of just fucking cheating and pulling a seven completed from like underneath his wristband and he plays it's very obvious too like not only does the okay um, i gotta be honest i was half paying attention to this duel so i did not notice yeah no it the it makes a very big deal out of this because the camera like zooms in to see him pull the the card out with his other hand and then just put it into his hand like he's holding his cards with his right hand pulls out the seven completed with his left and then just puts it into the hand of cards he has. Um, and he keeps playing and nothing happens. The duel goes on as normal in this irreparable game state. Um, so he keeps playing. He acts like nothing, nothing happened. Joey activates time wizard, um, wins the coin flip. 
summons Thousand Dragon um, and wins. And then <laughs> after Bandit Keith makes a comment saying like, this kid must have cheated, disqualify him. The judge goes, oh, we saw you cheat earlier. So um, actually yeah, the camera saw it. Yeah, the camera's solid, so you're disqualified from every future event, which is a shame. I feel like it would have been funnier if he was like, we saw you cheat, so we're going to kill you. Okay, it's also um, important to know that the, the judge has, like, the lightest voice. Yeah, he, he's a very soft speaker, um, which is okay, because his only part is a judge, and for him to say, Duelist Day wins. Coin flip. The coin flip was heads, you know. Um, nothing he's, he's really inside. He's the person that is who decides that who goes first in Master Duel. <laughs> he is. He is. That's exactly who he is. Um, and then so you know, it's uh the invitational is done. Joey wins the fi- 50, 500? 500000 dollars. Um, that we don't get to see. We see the briefcase, but we don't actually get to see the money inside the briefcase. Uh, we do which is see. Pres- yeah, we do see Maximilian Pegasus, Pegasus who is presenting it to him he looks terrible <laughs> it the, the jacket is so red it is such like it's ms paint red and it's too much ms paint red i they could have gotten they should have they kind of had a better wig yeah especially because you could easily see the millennium eye um when he would just walk oh, more white men for lauren let's go but yeah like you you could have gotten I feel like even in two thousand five you could have found a decent wig for a decent price where like it could cover the half of your face and stay mostly static so that you wouldn't reveal the millennium eye that is supposed to be hidden until he uses it. Oh, this is my favorite part of the of the scene, the invitational mm-hmm. of them looking at the like duelist board, like it's an actual event. It's yeah, like, it's, it's little, little things. Mm-hmm. I, I like how there's a bunch of children there too, and one of the <laughs> adults says, "Like, move it. I need to see the list," and pushes them out of the way. <laughs> it's just like real life in that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know they they exchange some some words, and <laughs> Pegasus says, "Don't spend it all in one place," as a joke. And he, Joey goes, ah, oh, nah, it's not for me. It's for it's for my sister. It's all going towards her <laughs> operation. And he just goes, oh, I know. Like, <laughs> like I I know Joey in this movie doesn't like shut up about it, but like you don't have to be a bitch about it. Well, no, I take it back. If it's Vegas, mind you powers. have to be a bitch about it. He has mind reading powers. He has mind reading powers, and he also has access to technology like cameras which i imagine everything that was said as soon as they stepped into the venue was being like recorded sure (laughs) so we get here it's the end of the invitational where do you Uh, go from here wheeler may i ask you where do you go after joey wheeler wins the five hundred thousand dollars needed for serenity's operation awfully straight to grandpa dying (laughs) yes you Immediately, you get a phone call from Kaiba, who's like, <laughs> I, "I dueled your grandpa, Yugi. If you want him back, you got it. You got to come here and duel me." And because somehow Grandpa has become critically injured from playing children's card games, 
So it's, they, they rush over. The funniest thing is, it's the pose. It's the it's the image we all know. <laughs> it really is. Like also from earlier, also all the invitation would have, and he had Grandpa walking in and introducing himself to Mokuba, trying to get oh, a handshake, yeah. not yeah, getting right. a handshake. I, com- I completely forgot about that because what fucking point does that serve? Mokuba <laughs> says one line, if I remember correctly. Oh, he, he yeah. appears again when, when Yugi shows up? I straight yeah. up don't remember that. They have, they have a shot, reverse shot, that's clearly not the same shot. Because, <laughs> like, they try it with the carpet, it's not not. Yeah, same. no, I can I can kind of tell that they, they just kind of rearranged everyone for the second shot. Like, um, they did not have that house for long, whatever they're <laughs> shooting in. Yeah, they, they only had it for the day, so they had to be pretty quick with, with filming it is how I imagine was the case for most locations. They probably only had access to it for like maybe a couple of hours at most. Um, and then now we go, uh, not well, sort of straight into the Yugi Kaiba duel. It's, it's mostly straight. It's, um, it's Kaiba explaining the rules and his new VR technology called dual discs. I'd love which, these dual discs. <laughs> <laughs> they are, I don't, I don't know how to best describe them with okay. their fucking the the decks that are just out there there's like no cover for them they're just sitting right on top the the <laughs> flat design for for all the zones yes the the lack of a graveyard area if i remember correctly so i'm assuming they're just putting the the cards in their <laughs> pocket like how characters would do in the anime when they uh banished cards sure yeah um and also the fact that dual discs are not supposed to be here yet, but that's a different discussion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like for for those who who haven't seen Yu-Gi-Oh season one episode one, Kaiba and Yugi duel using um AR tech, but it's like um like these booths that they they stand in and play the cards on. Dual discs don't come in till like much later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite part personally is the five spells with the five zones for spell and traps and the five zones for monsters mm-hmm. on the same level. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on each what, side. yeah, I mean that that's the one critical flaw of, um, of the play mats is that spells, the spell trap zones and monster zones were clearly divine. We need less of that. We need more incoherent fucking placement. This is what Kazuki Takahashi would have wanted. Um, so th- this is like the big money duel. This is the duel everyone's been waiting for because not only is it the iconic Yugi Kaiba duel, but they put in like 3D animation and all of their special effects into this duel. Yeah, sure. Um, they they even include a part where um where the like forehead on Yugi glows to have like some kind of rendition of the um eye. Even though he doesn't change height and he barely changes his voice, <laughs> because that's just not realistic for some for like real people. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it goes in an entirely different direction because they play like mostly different cards. Yeah. Like like the good cards you know from the anime. Yeah. Like they they play they play mystical elf which does get played, but they play um fucking lord of d who doesn't show up in the first episode because 
Kaiba, if I remember correctly, uses the the Lord of D flute of summoning dragon combo to get all three uh, blue eyes on the field because they've established they're playing by the rules in real life somewhat. Yeah, yeah. But how is Kaiba going to bring out his three blue eyes white dragon? And I bet that's when somebody remembered, oh, I remember from playing with structure deck that Kaiba has a card called Flute of Summoning Dragon, and they went, fuck yeah, we're doing that. Um, especially since <laughs> Yugi activates swords um, way later than he does in the anime, um, because originally it was supposed to be the monster summoned after swords was activated could still attack, but... Hmm. You know, Yugi needs to keep all of them down, so he waited for the other two to come out and to destroy um, Lord of D. They yeah. also have a main phase two for whatever reason, but um, I it, I love the three D graphics. <laughs> it's such a relic of the times. I love how Silver Fang was just like a wolf. It was just a generic three D wolf that they found. I'm pretty sure that wolf was in Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> it might actually be. Um. I loved Dark Magician, who looked nothing like Dark Magician, to the point where he didn't even have a staff, he just had a shitty Harry Potter wand, uh, and barely moved his arm to do his attack. Um, (sighs) Truly, truly, this is the best part of the film, because it looks like this. Uh, Blue eyes again. The the duel goes how it goes. Uh, the last final draw. I forget. It. I, I don't have been forever since I watched. I, I don't remember. The last final draw is Yugi Yami not being able to do it because he doesn't believe in the heart of the cards enough. So Yugi yeah. helping him with the power of friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the it's the whole thing where he's like the deck senses my doubt and he has trouble drawing his next card to try to get to Exodia. And yeah, it has that that part where he's like talking to himself. He's like, get it together, Yugi, we can do this. And then it flashbacks into the scene where um, Taya draws like the uh, symbol of friendship on all of their hands. They didn't actually do that. Which They did I- not actually do that. But <laughs> you still see the scene where it's supposed to happen. A flashback to like 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And then he, um, if I remember correctly, during that draw, draws Exodia. And yeah. wins. Exodia. Um, the, Exodia. This, is, this is the most clip art Exodia I've ever seen. Which is saying something because it also looks the best out of all of the like monsters they put on screen. Yeah, true. Like this is just they got this image from the Yu-Gi-Oh website and just copy pasted. Um, and that's the end. I mean, Yugi does the whole mind crush thing, and they have their own like effect going for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Kaiba effect has like some money behind it with the glass shattering. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I don't remember. I think it it ends there for the most part, where they like go home, and then you see like a cliffhanger for uh, Pegasus hearing about Kaiba's defeat at Yugi's hand, and then you roll credits. Yeah. Um. So I think one of my thoughts was if. Card fight Vanguard overdress the anime actually had scenes where the characters were playing their cards as opposed to just like kind of skipping over the initial ones until they get to the grade three. It would have looked a lot like this. (laughs) 
because I... the duels like yeah it's like a real duel but also in the beginning of real duels especially in 2005 they just kind of went slow as hell yeah um i i i kind of wish you want vanguard to be more of the card game but also i know the card game is like nothing till grade threes yeah the card game is nothing till grade threes which is why in the original anime they kind of spiced it up by like like oh here's the planet they're fighting on you can see the attacks and then they get to grade three and it ramps up yeah um except in overdress where they they're just like okay we're throwing cards we're having exposition uh and then grade three happens and we're still not really paying attention to the card game but hey here's a cool fight scene um if if they did it like this back in 2005, if they had the foresight to protect how the Vanguard overdress anime in 2022 would have been paced, I think it would have been a little bit better. Um, and I don't mean to say this in like a discouraging way, because I think regardless of however much we're trash talking it, it is pretty clear that they do like Yu-Gi-Oh as a series and yeah, that they yeah, are this... having fun. Yeah, this was definitely made for flow. Mm-hmm. But like I there there's definitely obviously still like things that could have been improved, such as the costumes, <laughs> such as the pacing. Um mm-hmm. I don't regret watching it though. I think it's a very fun watch in the end. But yeah. <laughs> I I it... wish I wish it wasn't cut like that. I wish the the order in which events happened made sense. Yeah. Still gotta just gotta get everything in there though. Hmm. Uh I'm trying to think. I I, I kind of wish I had more to say about this movie yeah. or film. But it, in the end it there. is only like 45 minutes. So Yeah. It existed. It, it, it if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, you should watch it. Yeah. It it does it's out there. I'm glad it's made. I'm glad somebody had the courage to just kind of like write stuff that would be considered like cringe in the modern day. And I'm so glad they put it out there because I, I really don't think that anybody else would have done it like this. And I really don't think that anybody else would have had the courage to slightly remaster it and put it back out again. Mm -hmm. I say courage as if, you know, well, I I do guess I actually do mean courage because I feel like this would instantly get them laughed at, especially nowadays. Yeah, a little bit. Like you don't you don't see Ernest cringe anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did right, you want to let me let me read the Reddit thread real quick? Okay. Where yeah. the guy, the actor, posted four years mm. ago. <laughs> <laughs> I the comments asking to give Taya their number, and then he said, uh, basically comments saying that they kind of had something going on, but it didn't work out. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <sighs> okay, four years ago, this was like the lost media, apparently. Hmm. But now that it's on Tubi, everybody can see what it what it is. Yeah. Because like he was trying to find a copy of the whole thing. The director has over two hundred films four years ago. That seems maybe oh, a cr- bit too much. That that seems correct. I look actually I looked up the director. 
the only like other the most produced prestigious thing you did was like some Resident Evil web series. Mm-hmm. Like what was it Stephen Grew? Resident Evil Dark Chronicles. Dark Side Chronicles or like No Dark Chronicles. Oh, okay. I see it. I see it. I see it. All right, here's the episode list. I saw some movie where he got Jack Black to be in it. Huh? I'm looking at the episode list for Dark Chronicles. Um the first thing to mention is that the the runtime or like the airtime, I guess is listed as 2011 to like currently airing there's no end date um oh my god what the fuck that's jack black <laughs> yeah um anyway so for for those it's like it's 2011 to cur- currently airing um the next thing to note is that episode 4 according to IMDb came out after every other episode so it goes 1 through 3 then five and six and then after august 2013 which is when episode six apparently was episode four comes out in may of 2016 Hmm. um i hope to god that's incorrect (sighs) okay Okay, that's i think that's enough Yu-Gi-Oh talk Mm -hmm. i think we i think we've gotten about all we can from from this little fan film yeah, uh, now let's learn about the stack. <laughs> okay, um, so I, I guess I'll explain my part of the story of why Wheeler wants to tell me about the fucking stack. Um, the stack is a mechanic, for those who don't know, in Magic the Gathering for how cards resolve. Um, and I didn't know really anything about it. I don't know, I still don't know anything about it, but um, one day while I was digging around on YouTube, I got recommended a clip of MBT talking about cards in Magic the Gathering that just kind of fuck with the system in a similar way to like um, how pole position used to make cards interact. Not necessarily in the same way as an infinite loop like it would cause, but just um, like just what kind of makes the game not work as intended yeah and then he brings up the stack and i don't know how this thing is supposed to work (laughs) nor do i understand how magic the gathering is the the blueprint for modern tcgs especially when he says oh god what what card was it let me look it up there there was a card that he's that has like a pretty like simple effect if, if I remember correctly, was it, it's like, was it the one that reveals one and you can pay if it's whatever? No, <laughs> no, I, I get why that one doesn't necessarily oh. work out, but it was like you could tap it, sacrifice it, or at least sacrifice a card with that name because it specifically says sacrifice card name. No, that's no, that's basically like you get one where it just means itself. Okay, yeah. Um, where you you tap it, sacrifice itself, and then add two mana of any color to your mana pool. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I'm reading this card. It makes sense. And then MBT immediately says, this card does not do what it says on the tin. And I'm looking at it, and I'm trying to figure out how it doesn't fucking do anything. Or how it doesn't do that. Because I feel like it's pretty straightforward. More so than, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. But whatever. And then he, he gets his friend Siberian on on the call and they they mention how um 
panglacial worm can't really work because of how the stack works if i remember correctly yes because you'd be in the middle of like the stack resolving and it really did make my brain hurt like that's such like um a stereotypical Yu-Gi-Oh player thing to say but really thinking about the stack kind of gives me a headache i'm not going to lie okay basically anything on the stack is is okay Animate a card mm-hmm. that does whatever. It doesn't matter. You, you you respond to that with like a count or something. Okay. That's the stack is active now. Yeah. It was active with the first card, but it's a- extractive now. Yeah. Like, like chain links, right? Where it's yeah. like, like technically you always have chain link one, but then the next card starts the chain for real. Okay. Yeah. From there. The only thing you can activate is stuff that's basic. It's like counter counter traps. Done from there, the only thing you activate is stuff that's a certain spell speed or faster. Mm-hmm. So as part of the stack, you have to. If it's an instant, you can activate it any time during the stack, as long as you have the mana to, or should have the mana to, etc. And all basically all activated effects on cards on field are instants or manda or manda abilities where which are instants. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I was going there, but I think I, I think I said what I said. You did. I, I brought up a page just to be sure to really look at it. It looks like I I hate the promotional image used for the stack. I I don't need this. It's a we I don't think we really need a, a representation of this because this does kind of confuse things more. It uh, kind of does, yeah. <laughs> basically, every every card has its link. That's the best the best way to explain stack. Mm-hmm. And spells and abilities on the stack resolve one at a time, with a chance for each player to play spells and abilities in between each resolution. Why would you let that happen? So basically, so. Stuff like counter spell works. Like you don't have to respond directly to the spell. You can counter the spell later, and then some later can counter that counter spell. Yeah. So let's say let's put it into Yu-Gi-Oh terms, for example. So let's yeah. say I activate like Ash Blossom. Um, you activate Called by the Grave or something yes. like that. Called by the Grave uh, resolves. From what I'm reading to or reading about it as. I understand. Would I be able to respond to that Ash Blossom once the called by resolves? Yes. If it's in terms of the stack. Yes, what the you would. Fuck? It's more so dealing with like activated like trigger abilities. Mm-hmm. Like so, you have like ten cards on field that all activate effects that when they go to the graveyard, all those effects are going to be activating, not all at once, but like. <laughs> I don't think you even order them. I think, well, you yeah, you would order them, but like, it depends on the wording on some of them. If you would order them, mm-hmm. like kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh, where like mandatory effects those first, and yeah, then followed by optional uh, optionals, yeah, yeah, and then as you go through, people can respond to each of those effects in between individually. This is so. I think with how this works. It it makes it a little bit more clear that Magic the Gathering was designed for the fucking nerds who play D and D and are willing to put up with bullshit mechanics and yeah. 
just so that they can like role play a fantasy of being a summoner or whatever. Um, this, I mean, I, I wish I could say it was bad design and be confident about it, but like the, it's survived for what fucking 30 years at this point. So like clearly, yeah. clearly it's a problem on my end as opposed to a problem on this game's end, but I'm still going to say it's a problem with magic. Um, I also learned that there's like steps to like casting stuff. Yeah. The first step is declaring that you're going to do it. Yes. And then the second step is actually placing the card down or like actually activating it. Yes. Casting. Uh, The thing about casting is that, yeah, okay. In between, you kind of explained it, but basically, as you, between declaring and casting, you can pay mana. Mm-hmm. That's just a game action that you can do for free, no interruptions, whatever, anything. It's like it's a game act, game action. I'm doing air quotes here, right? Yeah. So, like for the like infinite mana like thing that like they were talking about, you can pay mana, get rid of something, and then bring it back with the other thing. Yeah. How the infinite combo works. <laughs> or how you can't activate Panglacial Worm. Well, well yeah, because you'd be declaring like its effect at one point. Also, Panglacial Worm doesn't have flash, so you can't cast it at instant speed. You have to cast it when at an open game state. Yeah. When the stack isn't happening. But when you're searching through your library, the game technically isn't in an open state, right? Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Um, <sighs> okay. You know, maybe it's a good thing that I'm not trying to learn Magic the Gathering and then instead you I'm wouldn't trying learn to learn I, I probably would rather learn Shadowverse than trying to figure out Magic hey, the Gathering. Shadowverse, you gotta learn, learn what a top deck could do and then do it. <laughs> okay. That's it. All right. I, you know, I, I like Shadowverse. I, can, I like I Shadowverse. The meta is. It's not stale. Stale in the word. The thing is that the decks do what the decks do. Mm. Like if the top deck does this, you don't want to. You want to do that, basically. Right. Right. I. I think. I, I think I get what you're. What you're putting down. Like, let me look at the tier list. I, I just a uh, uh, meta snapshot. Let's go. The top deck, I think, is spell boost runecraft. Hmm. Like all there's like eight classes, all has unique cards to four of them, and then generic cards also. And this has rotation. The tier one right now is yeah, spell boost rune combo deck that just you basically burst people down, try to win in one turn. If you, mm-hmm. It was way worse before they gave a card that had, had like really to attack as soon as. As a summon, they change it to only attacking monsters when it summons, which is a different mm. keyword. But now it's a little weaker, but it's still like the top deck. Yeah. Heck. Huh. It's interesting. I remember Digimon added something like that too, where it has it's called like um like rush or something like that, where it, it says like when it's played, it can immediately attack. Yeah, that um, that's like that's that. what the monster one is called in uh, uh Shadow. Mm. Rush is the only attack monsters, the servant summon, and storm is you can attack whatever and it summoned. Interesting. Okay, looking at deck trends on this page, there's only like two colors 
it is the color for for spell boost rune and then one for discard dragons yeah those are kind of the top two right now <laughs> the loot sword is also very good to me because it's it does really good at otking but like it's not it's very much say uh what's the word i'm looking for face face yeah mm. a lot of damage is straight on yeah all right the only bad part Shepard, is that you can basically only make one meta deck a season and that's with just like crashing all your cards rotation oh really yeah unless you really grind it out or mm. whale that sucks Better than Vanguard I mean, Zero, at least where it's where it's like you can only have one deck. Period. Yeah, like some decks are last through rotation, some decks don't. Some uh, uh, the what's tier four like in tier four right now is in a portal, which is a variant artifact portal, which was like one of the top decks. I want to say last format before uh, they rotated. Mm-hmm. And then Rune was like, no, our tell this format. Huh. And then there's one deck, the Last Word Shadow was kind of kind of out the meta, but still last format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not terrible, but like also like like I said, it's not stale. But like you you want to find what playstyle fits with you and what play playstyle, and also much not solitaire, but like you turn exact only you on your turn. Oh, yeah, so there's, like, no interaction. Yeah. Just like Basically. Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of deep in Shadowverse now, but only, like, because I like, I like like the actual gameplay of it. Like, it's a good back and forth. You, If you know what you're doing, you can win even in a bad matchup. Mm-hmm. Also, it has a draft mode, so. <laughs> that that does sound kind of fun, actually. Uh, let's see. What about say? Uh... What else? What else? I've appealed you on Shadow Shadowverse. Uh, you, you did. You 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 talked at me about the stack and magic, and now I still don't like it. Okay, let me see. It's casting Pan Glacial Worm while searching the library follows follows all the normal rules for casting creature spell, except for timing. Casting the worm this way will allow always occur during the resolution of another spell or ability, and what zone does the worm is being cast from? Spell goes on the stack. You have to pay the worm's mana cost and any playable additional cost. So, I mean, you can activate mana immediately while you're casting the worm while you're searching the stack. While you're searching your library. While searching your library, you must keep your library. While searching your library, you must keep your library in the same order until you shuffle it. This order could matter if you tap Milliken for mana, for example, to pay for playing Lathan Worm you, you cast from your library. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm desperately trying to say something here. Okay, my this brain is... is stuck. <laughs> Look at this! Look at this! Why would, why would you do this? Like, if an effect allows you to look at the top part of your library anytime, and play the top part of your library revealed, and you activate Milliken's Manic ability while casting a spell, you cannot look at the top new top card of your library until you're done spell. <laughs> you know, say say what you will about Yu-Gi-Oh, but at least like, at least it feels like shit like this doesn't happen as often. What's the closest thing? What where you can 
the closest like, equivalent of put milling the top card and then adding like mana of like this causing like like ruling problems of like like I feel I feel like there's a lot like if you just watch like look at MBT SEMO video you can probably find mm-hmm. a few like like notable ones like that stand out uh huh I I don't really know because it, it's really just been pole position for all of these years until the rule policy update came along. Like that yeah, was like, that was the big one. That's more like that's like causing problems on purpose. Well, yeah, but like, admittedly, Konami didn't know what it would be like. You know, they didn't know people would use pole position in such an evil fucking way. Yeah, like. Mm, there's last turn i guess but like anybody can look at last turn and just immediately see that there's problems with it i think what i'm looking for is not like cards that look like they're designed to cause problems but cards that like cause problems because of their design yeah like the new banishing rules if like if it hits the the like the new face down banish rules in ocg Mm mm-hmm if that like hits, that feels like one of the things that like cause problems on purpose, almost. Oh yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I can't track that mentally. The idea of that, even. Um, not. I mean, there's dark flat top where it causes problems because it just doesn't do what the effect says because of how um like inherent summons work. Yeah, ignoring summoning conditions is probably close. Because it's not, it doesn't do what it says. Yeah, like it only does what it says when you're summoning from the deck or from the extra deck. But if you're summoning, ignoring conditions from the graveyard or from the banished, like in an in a public um, zone, then that's when it just doesn't work. This one on my mind, I can't think of. Uh, hmm. I wouldn't say like the. I think if the charmers were like the the deck. The summon from deck tarmers were like more, no more usable cards. Maybe they would be there. Maybe I feel like those could cause problems if, but that's parent summoning and not like yeah, that doesn't start a chain. Yeah, like yeah, think... same with um Thienen. No, yeah, Thienen and Dark Sage both start chains and they could both you, summon you themselves. Pay, right? Can you pay for Thienen and then you? Wait, I have one right here. Let me check. I literally have one right here because the bulk I got. <laughs> uh, where is it? I have a Thean and the Tila and the other one. Yeah, Sphinx Talela and Andrew Sphinx. Along with Thean. Okay. You can pay 500 to special summon this card when Permanent Light is on the field. Hmm. That, you don't. That doesn't start. Uh, hang on. I could. Rulings. Uh, well, I don't know because looking at it, so like for example, if it's destroyed in the middle of a chain, it effectively like misses timing. Hmm. So like me, well, I guess that's because it says when, right? Yeah, it says when. So I feel like it could be negated because you have to pay the five hundred life points, which is typically something that you can only do with stuff that starts a chain but the, the effect is kind of worded like cyber yeah to me that's the, that's where the problem comes, comes in 
Yeah, you know, they they really need to reprint this card with uh, problem-solving car- card text, you know. Uh, Put it in the tournament pack for uh, the sleepy girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, people are just raving for a reprint. This could, this could go for an ultimate rare reprint. I got, I got the... These are super... I got EP um, ones. Oh, uh, the movie ones? The movie ones were uh, ultra rares. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then when they reprinted them like a year later, uh, I think they were all secrets, but at the very least, Theanin was a secret. Mm. It's I, I tried that Sleepy Girl deck once, and I was not mm-hmm. work. You have to, you cannot use her effect and summon her in the same turn, so it turns off everything. Yeah, the effect is so you have to play like that puts her in the extra deck without playing her. <laughs> There's a few cards that do that, but also they're like, like uncertain, like they're probably they're not good searchable, right? And all that to do a field clear and mm-hmm. damage. I mean, clearly it's worth it. You know, you can you can do that with one card, or you could do that with several. Which would you rather do? Several, obviously. Yeah, because with one card it could be negated, but with several. Well, they have to negate one of those, and they're just not going to know which one to negate. <laughs> All of them. Well, you don't have to say that. What's the card against Sleepy Namura? Whatever. Uh, I don't know. I can probably, it's hopefully still within the first couple of pages of a Yu-Gi-Oh! organization. It's not. That was like that was months ago. Okay, I got it. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> no. Nemorelia. Dreaming Nemorelia. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the first effect is so kills the entire thing. Cannot special summon herself the turn you activate your this effect. Alright, alright. Hmm. Yeah. This <laughs> this kind of reads to me like they were trying yep. to adapt the darkness spells and traps. The darkness? If you get what I mean by that. Hmm. I kind of get what you're saying. I, I remember what those cards do a little bit from the boss. Mm-hmm. But not that much. Like it, it kind of reads like you're supposed to set up and activate the cards like in a what I would assume a specific order. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can find any of the um so the at least the gimmick with the darkness ones, um, it's different than this where you, you know, put her into the extra deck by her effect and then like banish cards face down. Um with darkness it was supposed to be you needed to activate the cards in correct sequence before um in order to get each of their effects. So like you needed to activate like zero and then infinity so that you could activate all the cards in between and it would Mm. like activate them correctly Mm. um but you weren't allowed to look at like your face down cards when you had them set Mm. yeah like this i I think is killed killed any like gimmick decks with this Mm -hmm. you can't do either this either either or millions with this unless you have either in hand the Pendulum treasure to set it, put it in the extra deck face up, and then mm-hmm. also it being turned two, so you can actually use the effect or anything. 
Yeah, it's a. Uh, hmm. Well, I mean, you could play it like um, like in deckless monarchs, I guess, instead of the the pendulum they're already playing. Hmm. Oh, that hmm, the monarch one. Hmm. Uh, mm. But it, you need no cards in the extra deck. Well, yeah, that's why if you're playing it in like deckless monarchs, then you um, play this oh. because you're not going to have an extra deck to begin with. Yeah, but then you have to. Then what are you banishing face down? Um, pot of desires. Yeah, in monarchs. Yeah. Okay. See? You see, I've thought that I've thought this through. I thought how to how to make sure you can use Dreaming the Merlia in a in a fucking monarch deck. Hmm. Uh, okay, an actual good deck idea I've thought about recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plant inset. Oh, you mean like Naturia, like whatever the hell they're doing right now? Well, sort of. Like, there's a lot of plant insect support that's really good and wild out there mm-hmm. recently. The got the the tuner that sums itself for the planner insect and grave oh have yeah all of the trap trick stuff you have uh the na- nature tree mm-hmm. you even have that um new synchro that can special summon um an insect from a graveyard and then make an insect you control treat it as a tuner yeah that and the uh the banished one that we recently got yeah yeah they're all like great cards just need to find a deck. Yeah, they need to find a deck, and they also need to not be in tier zero format. I think is hey, hey none of them are none of them are dark or light. Hmm. That's true. That is true. But tier elements can do more than that. I feel like it might be nice to read what Primeval Planet Parallel Arena does again. I don't don't read it. <laughs> Yeah, just don't. If you don't read your opponent's cards, they can't use them against you. <laughs> Still in shock of reading Kelbeck. <laughs> yeah, I'm honest surprised that you, you looked at that and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, it, it's good because it helps mill and like whatever, but like. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you left it at that, and it's just like. That's what I thought. That's the only reason I did mills. I didn't know they had a, a negate special summon a body. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Did you happen to know that some of the other Shizu support recycled cards from the graveyard? Yes, that gimmick that helps the meals. Yeah, and yeah, just, doesn't, don't just making sure you knew the secondary out, effect again. of the stuff like Mudora. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. I know they summon from hand, and I know they right. meal. They- they also, if I remember correctly, do other stuff if you have exchange with the spirit in your grave. I think it changes the meal from three to five. On that sounds about right. With the meal and the... No mm. one changes the spirit. That's so... That's, this I is know. one card. Like... You're not even, even going to brick on it. I promise you, you're not going to brick on it. I promise. I well, promise. <laughs> I, I think now that Curious is gone, you might... But really using curious to meal exchange spirit. I think that'd be really fucking funny, actually. I, I wish people did that. Bring curious back so we can do that. Yeah, just bring curious back on the stipulation that you have to be playing exchange of spirit in order to use him. Uh, okay. Back okay. We're going back to Yu-Gi-Oh! again now. But like mm-hmm. Prague. 
let's talk about Prague for a little bit. Playoffs. Okay. You said Why? Prague playoffs? Yes. Okay. Now that they're in Power of the Elements format. Yeah, and it's just insane. Yeah, admittedly, I don't think I ever expected them to reach a point where they were just playing real decks as opposed to pile that has super heavy samurai blue bomber in it. Yeah, like they just uh tier without fusions. Yeah, you can you can play tier without fusions technically because I do remember seeing some like early lists where it's like if you wanted to you could. Um there's sprite um they have everything for Sprite, though. Yeah, they, they basically have everything for Sprite, especially fucking Leah, who pulled blue. Uh, yeah. They pulled nothing for Tear. No one did. They pulled blue. Yeah. I, what, did, what did MBT pull? I remember he pulled something that's like... Oh, he pulled um Favorite Contact. I remember that. But nobody can play Hero. Yeah, because you need Neos. Actual Neos, right? Um, I think Oh, no, you need... Neos can be treated as Neos. Yeah, but mm, yeah, but like yeah, like you don't have the actual cards in there. You only have like the support. They have mm. the wingmen. Yeah, fusion. No, there's no fusion substitute in there. No, but there. If I remember correctly, I think Bufalicia can fusion. Yeah, well, yeah, you can fusion, but like you don't have the like, materials. Yeah, you, you don't have like a wingman. You don't have. I, you I don't actually know. don't have Neos because Spirit of Neos does not count as Neos for some reason. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like you have full power Brandon, like near full power Brandon. Effectively, yeah, and you have a reason to play Preda uh, Plant branded, even though you don't have access to Preda Practice because the generic stuff can be just as good in this environment. The fact that uh. Beyond is like an like a great card. This format is insane. Yeah, um, with literally two two scales. I I like format. Um, what's what's the original Gunk and Shoot Sioux Ship? Um, normal monster was Shari? it Shari? I think so. Yeah that that guy's banned. <laughs> like the decks, the decks like right before this were not good. Were not great. They were like Magic Key Sioux Ship. Yeah, nonsense, and they didn't really have a full game plan. But then, like something changed in the water. Yeah, next episode. Well, I was going to say next episode you're going to see them playing like actual tier elements, but I remembered they don't have the wheel of things like they do in progression series. So, even if somebody pulled Rukalos, they can't play it. Uh, what comes out? What 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 what's the next set they're doing? The next set would be Darkwing Blast. Uh, because that's the next main set. Yeah, what does Tyr get anything in there? Or is that this Castira land? Um, I thought Tyr got Rukalos and Darkwing Blast, but I might be mistaken. Okay, Darkwing yeah. Blast. I'm gonna go to the Yu-Gi-Oh.com page. <laughs> yeah, Ru- Rukalos comes out in Darkwing Blast as a secret in Starlight. Okay, that, that's pullable. Got spellbound. The Blackwing stuff feels like it. Is it? The Blackwing with low rarity could be playable. Uh, they have three three supers and one ultra in regards to like main deck monsters. Ooh, that's okay. No, not not that playable. Yeah. Uh, they're definitely people are definitely running ogre. 
ogre uh maybe that's a that's oh yeah a that is a common oh shit it's a free body with for try hard if you're going that route yeah uh, uh, i forgot the dragon slayer stuff came out <laughs> yeah but unfortunately it's like high rarity so you, we wouldn't see it um some sometimes when i when i do look at like lists um for like the sets that mbt will do for uh progression playoffs i do wish that they had at least limited as to previous pools if only so that you could see stuff like um like black wings potentially being played again in a mm. modern format yeah um this... fur hire came out in the current pool of packs they're using right no damn it it started at what did it start at duelist something hang on let me the one before lightning overdrive over over whatever if i can find there it is here's a fur hire card all right let's see fur hire debuted in dark saviors oh okay so it was in a deck build pack anyway uh i forgot the amazonist cards were in oh yeah dabble that is right that is true some war rock gaming going on I feel like uh, Limited is probably where War Rock War Rocks shine the best. Like, yeah. Then you talking about not wanting to play a deck makes sense because that's probably a slog, but also it's probably where the deck stands out most. Yeah, I I really imagine so. Uh, all of the new Amazon S stuff is common, so it wouldn't surprise me if somebody found a way to make it work. Yeah, I'm I'm just happy that Tryhard is getting time to shine here. Hmm. It's like playing that in duel in duel master duel. It's insane how that duel that deck feels in this kind of low out. Yeah, you can OTK even <laughs> if you're very lucky. Yeah. Also, realizing that the um, next tier limit support that isn't Rukalos, the um, spells, grief, heartbeat, and scream. Oh, grief is insane. Grief is literally insane, and it is a common, if I remember correctly. All of these are super pullable for tier, for the tier limit strategy. Like, uh, it's no, no, no. This isn't the Funko one. Funko was the last one. But yeah, uh, like Visus is like playable in if you're playing uh, Scareclaw. Mm-hmm. If you have the Funko, at least. <laughs> uh, yeah. This turn, neither player can special summon monsters with the same card types they already control. If you do not control two or more of the same card types, all fu- Ritual, Fusion, Synchro, XZ, and Link monsters you currently control game pack. That's a super rare. Okay, let's thank God for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like a problem. There's Ritual support in here? Oh, in, uh, in Dabble? Yeah, it's for uh, Prediction Princesses of all fucking archetypes. Hmm. This actually is not bad. If it wasn't a trap. Uh, which one? The stars align across the Milky Way. You add a ritual with the same level as one you have in hand, with a, but different name. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's like the equivalent of of that one um, libromancer spell that you keep trying to say is good. <laughs> it's the pretty one that good. Come into token. Yeah, it's free material. You don't. You don't. And from the field. Yeah. Imagine imagine if they had access to Ben 10 in this format and also this card. Hmm. 
think that would actually be like bad for the series. This <laughs> <sighs> uh, photon hypernova is gonna be gonna be fun seeing them play literal card that just came out. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what they have access to. That'll just come out right. Bestial Baldrake uh, is a common. Gonna have that um, and the other bestial common. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, they do not have enough abyss actors to be able to, like, actually make a deck. What about the insect stuff? <laughs> Got enough support for the insect stuff? Probably. Let me see. Uh, oh, that, that's oh, they get access to sneaky C, which, um. Could be interesting. Uh, yeah, that and have the oh the tuner that I was talking about just came is coming out in Photon Hyper mm. Hyper Nova. Let me see where did I just no I didn't pass it. Uh, at least some of the Abbas fusions got to be pullable here. Let me see. While Mirror Jade is a Starlight, <clears throat> I mean that's pull. Yeah, it it's technically pullable. Uh. Oh, is this the pool? Does this pool have the Spriggans? Yeah, it does. Uh, some of the Springing cards got banned already. Mm. Uh, you'll need one XYZ, though. Depends on the XYZ that you need, because, like, they banned Merrymaker, if I remember correctly. That's... Uh, that should be fine. Explorer. <laughs> I don't remember if they banned that one. I don't think so. I think they that they just got that one, I think. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, because I remember he mentioned something about it. Let me, see. Let me pull this up real quick so I can get a good look. Blazing at Vortex. Ooh. I don't think MBT has that one, but other people, yeah. What is... I, I, oh, nope. They, they banned Exoblower, too. <laughs> In fact, they banned that one before Merrymaker. I've uh, never seen this card ever. Oh my, not Dino. <laughs> it's more for it. Hmm. I wonder, wonder what really the Dogmatica cards are here. Because like, they could be playable. Just like with the few they have here. Mm. I know some came out in between sets. Like, come out, came out with sets. Yeah. Between now and start. Who the fuck pulled Forbidden Droplet and also Triple Tactics Talent for it to be banned? I know, like, everyone pulled, like, Droplet. <laughs> that was so funny. God damn it. Man, I wish real life was like that. Honest to God. Hey, I have the Starlight. I have a Starlight. Uh, uh, you have a Starlight King? Yeah. It'll, it'll be money one day. Soon. Hopefully. Hopefully soon, as opposed to it's already passed. Yeah, like when it came out, it was like 200, and now it's like <laughs> 150 at most. Yeah. Speaking of, I definitely should have sold my um my collector's rare beat cop by now, because I'm sure that's just worth pennies at this point. Ooh, beat cop? It's mine anymore for it. Yeah. Oh, no, it's uh, still like 20. It's a, that's a, I think not too much less than when it was at its peak of like 30 or something peak is uh 40 oh ah uh, 20 is still 20 yeah yeah it, it was never worth like anything in the hundreds so i'm not that beat up about it yeah uh, i'm ready for regulus to, 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 to i'm ready to sell this regulus honestly yeah honestly i feel like it, it might be better for you to just um do it sooner rather than later because I 
because I think I, they wouldn't be getting any more support in the near future since like everything involving them wrapped up plot wise. Yeah, I could see maybe like one more wave. I don't think it's going to be the meta wave. Yeah, it's. I don't think anything is ever going to be like the initial wave in Daifo, um, when Therians first came out, where people were like, "This could change everything," and it oh. did not. Do you see that necklace I posted in 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 the channel? The Elitch, uh, uh, Therian, something else. Maybe let me see if I can. Oh, Therian Adventure with Elitch. With Elitch, yeah, it literally has like a, a bit of everything in this thing. It. I lost to it. <laughs> I was playing Liberomancer, so I, I, I Dogmatica, but like that still mm-hmm. every. Something that happened recently is every duel I had, I drew Slayer, and the opponent was not playing extra deck at all. <laughs> I I like how this deck plays Lily. Um, I don't know who the target for Lily is for. The king, obviously. Well, yeah, but usually, well, I get is she easier to summon then? I mean, I if you have plants, but like. Well, the only oh no no two lily one uh reaper. Mm-hmm. I will admit I don't remember Therian combos that much after learning the price of um king and deciding not to play plants anymore. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I also took out uh what deck was I playing? It was one I had oh no uh no testing Naturia again recently and they had uh three pot of extrav in it and mm-hmm. i realized you can't really play it in that i think because you add your extra deck mm-hmm. and yeah this was one of those moments hang on what what is enchantress's type spellcaster okay so how are you supposed to summon any of the therians you you use them Oh right, right. I forgot they could also target Ethereum in the graveyard. That's how yeah. that's how you get That's how the deck works together. Right. right. I forgot you could do it with each other as opposed to with whatever type you needed. It's hmm. a bit too fast tracked on the fact that like they're still playing Lily outside of a, a deck that plays plants monsters. Yeah. Uh it's it's very funny to me that Cast here is like the fourth best deck and it's like the most expensive one it's uh it's isn't it kind of like medolce where like it's still super expensive but it's never really going to be meta again yeah like i i think like it's not actually a a more apt comparison would be hero uh back when um they were playing a dusted gold and uh malicious bane yeah it's like four hundred dollars for a deck that's not even tier three. I'm sure. I'm sure the deck is playable and fun, sort of. But like, yeah, I don't really want to spend seven hundred dollars on a core for a deck that's like not really. I don't think it's even going to be good when tier is hit. <laughs> no, if if anything, even when tier is hit, it's still going to persist. At least if um, or, or CG. Yeah, or like stuff that hit it is also going to hit, mm-hmm. uh, like the tier limit one, the tier limit Kastira. Oh yeah, I don't think that that card is that good in tier, honestly. 
Doesn't, no. I don't, doesn't fit in my mind's eye of tear. Now, let me look that up real quick. It does the mill, but it doesn't do anything else. Besides, I think, typing. Uh, yeah, on summon, it sends top three cards of either player's deck to the graveyard, and then if it's sent to the graveyard by card effect, it sends the top two cards of your deck. Which, I think they play, like, one copy of it in the OCG, but I'm pretty sure the only reason why they're playing one copy to begin with is because all the other shit got hit. Yeah, they're playing three in this deck list I'm seeing now. Oh. Uh, that because uh, one Reinhardt, one Sheeran, two Havness, and three of the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it really depends on, one, if tier limits get hit by the next, or by the time Photon, Supernova, Hypernova comes out. And two, just how much it gets hit. I'm also kind of fearing the super heavy heavy stuff. Super heavy samurai stuff. Oh yeah, doesn't that actually make them like good now, for the most part? I'm looking at a 60 car, and Emancipator, super heavy, <laughs> Burning Stealth, uh, Grass deck. I saw that. It confuses me why you would play Grass in a super heavy samurai <laughs> deck, considering that... At least before the new support, because I don't really remember their effects, they relied on you not having spell and traps in the grave. Yeah, I mean, maybe you can you you uh drag down you uh what's the card called by your own spell trap spell <laughs> that, that doesn't work out. You think it does? That'd be super funny though. IMO, uh, you have another spell in your grave. Play. How does D, does D shifter only banish uh, monsters or does it banish everything? Dimension shifter. Oh, CG super. Oh yeah, so uh, just play dimension shifter um, to to banish your uh, not only your grass looks greener but also all of the cards you want to mill. Okay, yeah, the the uh, the new ones still have nap effects. Well, in the monster effects? No, oh. only the monster effects. Okay, no, no, no yeah, the both no spell traps. Okay, all right. Oh, this this still effect is still like, I. Does Bistio look like? What is this? Oh, does Bistio running the assault synchron? The what? Assault synchron. I I don't know what that card is. Oh, this is the the synchron for the for. The Black Wings, sort of. Oh, mm. during your main phase, you spell summon this card from your hand, take 700 damage. You cannot spell summon from extra deck except synchros. Well, this space up. If a dragon synchro you control is tribute or banish, you can banish this. Target one of your oh, oh, target one of those monsters and special summon it. Hmm. This is interesting. It's basically a synchro bestial list with the. Punks and then the synchron in there as well. Mm-hmm. One mutt, three of the other one, then one of the Drake. Hmm. Also three the Balian, but like that's that that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're if you're actually playing Bestials, then you would play through Lubellion. That's that's the sad truth. I'm looking at this purely purely list and it's clean, I guess. No chaff no chaff, chaff. Hmm. I, I, I still don't understand the purely deck. Yeah, I, I took one look at it, and I was like, this seems like a, a cute gimmick, but 
it might not be that great. And uh, I haven't thought about it since. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, something about Labyrinth that I was about I was thinking recently, like, oh, yeah, like if this came out earlier, this be nuts. But I don't forget, forget what. Was it something in like Darkwing Blast or? Maybe. Because I know they got. Good that lady in Darkwing Blast. Yeah. Yes. And people are running three O's of that instead of the other one. Mm-hmm. Was it a uh, uh, big welcome rabbit? Special summon one labyrinth monster from your hand deck or graveyard, then return one master, monster you control to the hand. Hmm. Banish this card from graveyard, target a fiend you control, or if you control level, level your higher fiend monster, one card your opponent controls instead, return it to the hand. Hmm. Mm, let's see. Uh, what's... Actually, the fact that this triggers the labyrinth effects is kind of crazy. Mm. The, the both of them does. The both of the return of hands. Yeah. Labyrinth being like a sleeper deck is kind of kind of interesting. Oh, uh, I mean a little bit, but I think it's it's yeah. kind of the format for to describe it like the stun deck maybe of the format. Yeah. Like now that now that trap cards are becoming more and more usable again, it feels yeah, like list, it's taking up that spot. Yeah, the OCD list has three skill drain and three goes in. No rivalry, three rivalry. Uh, so glad skill drain came back to three. Everybody loves it. Uh, oh, you probably could run skill drain in uh, in tier. Um. I want to say people were running it in the side originally when they were playing on. <laughs> I, I I was was kind of hoping it wasn't, but I uh... like I I might just be misremembering it, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if I found out that Skill Drain was in like the side deck back when um Curious was unbanned because like you don't you don't need the on board effects really. Yeah, you can pop with the field spell or something else. Well, but you do really want the on-field effects for the for like the, the stuff that you search. have because you're still ending on a uh, Dragus Depelia and uh, like Guardian Chimera and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, oh, people playing Try Again with Sprite. Uh that sounds vaguely familiar because I know Tri Brigade is for a minute always been like a nice like um budget deck strategy. Yeah, but I think. I remember people were theory crafting about it since they use a lot of Link Twos, uh, like Farajit and stuff like that. And Bear Brum. And Bear Brum and uh, no, not Rugal, but I think there's one more I'm forgetting. The ancient. Oh yeah, they can make that. Yeah. Can't hard make it, but they can make it. Yeah. Um, I don't think last time I heard about that it was going super well, but. I don't know. Maybe maybe people have found like new tech for it. Mm. I think I think the deck I'm going to really be trying out when uh let's see what is it? this is the one let me see this new I uh, I'm talking about the uh, Mastodon. I'm thinking actually I would say uh, I really want to try out the deep the full the full hundred percent ritual strategy for Dogmatica. Mm. So like that deck is really silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a really fun one to play on something like Master Duel. 
because it's not it's not doing anything in 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 any type of paper play. Yeah, I feel like it wouldn't do anything in Master Duel for the most part either, but it would at least be funny to play. I mean, it's a four thousand beater. That's true. That's true. Especially when B Trooper has like a three thousand beater that some decks struggle to clear. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, some decks. Well, no. Listen, I I played against a Dark Magician deck that struggled to clear with it. <laughs> To clear it for like five turns, <laughs> so that doesn't make it better. No, but it's not just Libromancer; it's the other magician decks. <laughs> Libromancer is, is such a weird deck. I wish it was good. It it needs. It's another one of those archetypes where it like needs like Firebush exactly one card for it to be like Firebush is like almost the right direction but it needed like one more thing like it needs think, like one more playable spell card i think Fireburst kind of needed an effect that didn't involve battle like it, it could have had the like two two attacks um per turn effect but if but it also damage. had hmm? but double damage oh that's true i forgot about that if you summon it while using a monster on the field and also immunity from ban I forget which effects are from the from the ritual spell and which effects are from the card. <laughs> uh Fireburst doesn't have any protection whatsoever. Battle. Well, no, that's not true. It has protection from battle, but that's it. Okay. That's that could be enough. Uh I know one of them has. Oh, you're thinking of uh Mystic Girl, where if it's summoned by using a monster on the field, your opponent can't target ritual monsters you control. No, no, I'm thinking about bonded. The bonded effect. If you ritual summon Fireburst with using Firestarter on the field, cannot be destroyed or banished by card effects. Oh my god, I forgot they got like an actual ritual spell too. Yes, that's the reason why I play it in deck, so you can use it with a uh, pre-prep. Mm-hmm. If you really want to, but let me see. You could use it with just uh, Firestarter. Yeah. And that, that'll do nothing also. That's <laughs> just the most interesting thing to me from the recent coming upcoming set is the Dogmatica Despia stuff with mm-hmm. Quim. So her being both both kind of makes kind of bridges the gap in a fun way. Yeah. For some reason I thought she already came out, but it just time passing so fast. Yeah. It's already February almost. <laughs> yeah, literally in a in like one hour for me, it's going to be February. It's kind of fucked yeah. up. Hmm. I think it, the thing about I had a meme idea seeing a combo on on Twitter mm-hmm. was uh I saw a branded combo that was like that's this is a standard like a fancy branded combo and I was like branded few formats ago branded fusion is full combo branded now branded fusion is full combo branded in 10 years branded fusion is full combo so true so true it's it, it's just that it's not bad but also that's all it has really yeah well hey you know at, at least they have full combo in one card which is more than you can say from a uh, most other ducks yeah uh it's getting there. <laughs> okay, so for the first time, I'm actually on Master Duel. I'm looking at the the pack that includes like the runic stuff. Yeah. Um, 
because I remembered that Runic is meta because it's a fucking best of one format. Yeah. This deck is so damn expensive. Yeah, like the yeah. It, it's like, easy. Imagine money. spending this much material and or money, depending on how much material you had beforehand, just to not play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, you're playing magic at that point. <laughs> You're playing Magic, and not only are you playing Magic instead of Yu-Gi-Oh, you're playing it by yourself. I think the deck is, is too much, both in cost and to play. Mm-hmm. It, I, it's funny that they, they pre-hit the adventure stuff before it came to Master Duel, but for Runic, they thought it was perfectly fine to release. And, is Runic like, just even in the OCG? Or are people just not terrible there? <laughs> I guess I guess people in the OCG are just like better at handling Runic in general. They're yeah, like, like, oh yeah, <laughs> you can let it come over. It's fine. Yeah, like I feel like that's the type of thing where like uh where stuff like Mystic Mine, uh well no, mine is banned, right? Yeah, mine mine was banned from day one and is still banned. <laughs> uh yeah, like uh what well, like uh what card? What card I'm thinking of? Uh, the OCG just like a maxi, like oh yeah, like it is more f- like interaction encouraged to a point that like it's fine. Yeah, let me. Yeah, it and like maxi was like fine at three, but apparently Raigeki wasn't when it was at one and is now at two. Um, it it's really kind of weird because I remember hearing something about like. In the OCG, apparently the mindset is not playing to win, but it's playing not to lose, mm-hmm. which kind of explains some choices. But it's still like wild to me the some the cards that are legal both over there and in Master Duel due to like kind of a intersectional ban list. Yeah, oh, it's funny seeing like Master Duel the uh, what's I'm looking for the 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 slight hits in Master Duel. <laughs> mm-hmm. The the like hit to twos for some cards and then right off the next time cards come out. Uh yeah, just kinda just kinda doing stuff, you know. Oh, I didn't know the new generator card was just the guy. Oh what what the new Xyz, right? Yeah. He's just a guy. Yeah. He's going Joker mode now. <laughs> Jesus, where did it go? I clicked on the wrong one. No. Oh, there we go. Leviathan. Yeah, I, oh, I like the... how how the new guy is just like, please play Jormungardr, please. I promise he's fun. He's fun. He's just not good. <laughs> yeah, and Leviathan is like, please, please, just play him. This is what Generator is supposed to lead to. Please just play this card. It's mm, so interesting because, like, with like, you don't have any other level nines now. Mm-hmm. We do. There's plenty I mean, of the new the Vala is a level nine now, um, with a special summon condition. Let me see, what are the other? Wait, aren't they all like level nine though? What the the generators? Yeah, they're all level nine. Yeah. So if you use Vala, um, Vala is instantly a Leviathan, which oh yeah, that new one, yeah, yeah, is not good. But at the very least, she does represent a free rank nine. Now bring back the 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 v v v the the bad yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, she's a common. They don't need to be common. Generator and neighbor that makes the deck work is a common. 
Oh, <laughs> I mean, good for them. Honestly, I feel like if she was any any higher rarity, I'd feel bad for generator players. I mean, you already we already do. Well, yeah, of course, but like, I I would I feel worse that. if she was like an ultra. Uh, I think some. I'm looking at the the rarity, and some of these are comms are really really nice. What like Dynamondo? I'm just looking at Dynamondo right now. Mm-hmm. This, hmm, I don't think this Dynamondo card works. Would be big if they if you play like um rituals, is it? I, hmm. I can't if tell. Like, if you're playing like a common charity format, then yes. What rituals want to be special summoned and not ritual summoned? Um, I'm trying to think because I know there's at least a decent number where it doesn't matter if you like actually summon it or ritual summon it or not. Necroz, Ooh. I guess, even though none of those are like common. Yeah, uh, there's some good cards are common, honestly. Is this English? Yeah, this is English. So, yeah, there's some good cards are common. Mm. The, the, like, the, the Albaz summon spell. Oh, yeah. Giant uh, ball game. I forgot this one. Hmm. Honestly, the insects is probably a pretty good deck for like limited here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also Scareclaw defanging, which uh prevents um like your Scareclaw links from being targeted by card effects or being destroyed by card effects. Land flipping is doesn't. I can't read this card. You know, what did you say it was called? Land flipping. Yeah, I, it makes sense, but also. Oh, there it is. Uh, target a face-up card in a field zone. Banish it, then place it face-up in the other field zone? Okay, I get it. <laughs> but why is it done like this? This is, like, the most convoluted way you could write set rotation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got a couple of cup aces. This could be used for FTKs. <laughs> the couple of aces card. Oh, no. Uh... Toss a coin. If it's head, you spell some this field, your field. If it's tail, you spell some to your opponent field. And either way, whoever whoever summoned the player drop draw two cards. Oh my god! This feels like an FTK card. I don't. I I can feel it in my bones. Mm-hmm. You could really do some dumb bullshit with that. It's going to be. It's going to do numbers and dual links. Meteor Rush Monocroid is a card exists. Where is this guy? I can't I can't fucking find him for the life of me. I'll just read it for you. Uh oh, here it is. <laughs> uh five or more attacks have been declared this turn. You can special summon this card from your hand. If it battles, it gains a thousand attack for each attack declared this turn during the day. What this is feel like a Vanguard card. Yeah, this is this is Easily like an Aqua Force Vanguard card. Like, how, how are you getting five or more attacks declared in one turn with the ability, with the space to summon this fucking guy? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm happy that the Scareclaw Castera is normal. Is mm-hmm. common. Sorry. <laughs> also, it's like. Good. Special summons itself by banishing um, yeah. hard. Also, it can attack with twenty six hundred in defense. Oh yeah, that's right. This guy probably Scareclaw is is a good deck maybe with this. Potentially, it, it's at least like um 
something that can easily take a game or two from unsuspecting people. Yeah. I mean, makes it more... Okay. <sighs> Every time I remember Scareclaw, I get upset because the the Link 3 does not work with the Rank 4, the Level 4, mm-hmm. how you want it to. Because the Link 3 can only special summon the 3s. Yeah. It's a I lot. Mean, had to be nerfed somewhere, I guess, so that it wasn't taking the spotlight away from um, whatever other Premier deck was uh, in the same set as it. Tier limit? <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure it came out before that. Didn't it come out in like Dimension Force? Sierra Clocks came, yeah, Dimension Force. Yeah, so yeah. it would have been um taking the spotlight away from fucking uh Therians, Therians or Beyond the Pendulum, I guess. I mean, no one about their Scare Claw to tell Copop. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. For some reason, I thought the the Rikard later, not the same set. Mm. It was a secret rare. Triclaw was a secret rare, and Rikard was an ultra. Oh. That's unfortunate for them. Yeah. And Visus is also an ultra if you wanted to play that in your Scare Claw deck. What do you mean, Miss? Oh, I. Mm. I didn't realize Mysticar wasn't part of the original lineup. <laughs> it's not it doesn't do enough to be to be like follow up support. <laughs> okay, I think I think we've talked enough. You maybe think we've covered all the bases here? Yeah, I, I think we covered at least like most of them. Hopefully this episode comes that comes out. Yeah, I just need to double check one thing real quick. Uh either less. Yeah, I just realized um in Master Duel Life Equalizer is banned. Um Life. Well that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I can see what it would be used for, but it's just really funny that it occurred to me that this card that I don't think has seen play in the like TCG ever. <laughs> Zero in the paper, <laughs> Yeah. Man, that makes sense. Like stuff the self destruct button. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, the OCG really emphasizes on fun versus no fun. Yeah, they're like, mm, we'll, we'll actually make an effort to get rid of FTK cards, as opposed to the TCG, where whatever happens, happens. I'm still in shock that uh, the the Mortronic is still, like, around. Oh, yeah, Telephone. Uh, yeah, nobody, yeah. like, talks about it anymore, too, which is kind of weird. It exists. Was, it was such it's, a big deal when it was revealed, and now it's out. It's just like whatever. No one wants to play FDKs, and it's <laughs> also also we have tier that can actually probably counter it some. Yeah, and surely you'll go through some light and darks with when you uh, do the FDK stuff. Yeah, like you know, um, you'll what's... you'll use uh, Saruja. That's a dark. What's a link with Link Spider? Link Spider's in Earth. Darn. Oh, you're not using Link Spider. Why are you you're not getting normal? What what am I thinking about? <laughs> um Almirage, maybe? That's a fire. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to think of other Link ones that you might be thinking of. Yeah. Oh yeah, but the 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 cards I'm really looking out for in like rogue territory is Circle of Fairy. Let me see this Circle of Fairy. Mm-hmm. And the tuner one that these this feels like it's on the edge of of doing something like right there, 
Yeah, Circle of the Fairies is like pretty solid extension. And then um, and plus the Prap Trick cards coming out that also do the same thing of giving you an extra normal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it at the very least is probably can you use for like Nuturia uh, setups. Maybe mm-hmm. more if you have the right cards. Yeah. Are these yeah, the card new cards aren't on uh Edo Pro yet. Not till they're released, probably. Yeah, I'd I'd imagine not till Cyberstorm actually comes out. Uh, and the uh, the high Hypernova TCG oh, card. They're they're not on EDO Pro yet. Not the not the TCG ones. Not like the oh or Premier ones. Yeah, the the Gold Pride cards. Yeah, I, those and like the other plant insect cards. Yeah. I did kind of forget that like world premiere cards are totally brand new. World <laughs> premiere. Like, That's weird. No, it's not. No, it's not. I, I, what do you think of Gold Pride, by the way? Anything? Um, or not at all? So it it has the problem that Neos has with some of their extra deck monsters. Um it's it's sort of like the Neos problem, right? Where like you're returning stuff to your extra deck when you kind of want to keep stuff on your field. Yeah. I've I have read the cards. I cannot 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 lie there. Yeah. Um they I I, I would like them more if Dynamorphia already wasn't already out with their oh. like life points deck. Yeah. Um also, the problem with Leon being that you can't summon monsters from your extra deck except for Gold Pride monsters is kind of a kind of a kick in the pants. Uh, let's see. Mm, yeah, I mean, like they kind of needed that for to make it an actual deck and not just a new mm-hmm. engine. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like looking at Gold Pride. It's like I think it could have been neat, but there's a few too many restrictions on them and. Also, the insect stuff just seems so much cooler. Hmm. I, hmm. Yeah, the internet hangout stuff is like almost there. Almost there. Mm-hmm. It's not quite on the level of UA. Yeah, I feel if it was an optional, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like the mandatory is kind of ruins it. Yeah, definitely. The mm, I'm looking at the the main card for the Arte, the Captain Carry, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to understand the synergy of the banished three, and I don't. There's no synergy there. Yeah, it's it's weird because it just kind of feels like it's getting rid of pieces, uh, because it also specifically has to be a gold pride from the extra deck, which uh, what is it? There's Nitro Blaster and Starleon. Yeah, it's um, not. This isn't an art art type yet. This is a this is like an engine at most. Yeah, and the, and the problem with, with Captain Carry is that um, both of those monsters will not be staying on the field if you activated their effects. Yeah, and hmm, I think Nitro Head is honestly better by itself than as the Link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like for is this? We don't know. Uh, if it's like a common, this would be good in like um, lower rarity formats, stuff like uh, sealed environment or whatever, because it's basically free extension when you're behind. 
And it's also not the hardest thing in the world to manipulate your life points to be lower than your opponents, but uh, it's Carrie just not is usually practical. Carrie is a starlight in an ultra. <laughs> Leon is a secret. Nitro Blaster and Nitro Super. Uh, Our Leon is an ultra. The the searcher, the summon trap is a super rare, and the normal spell is a secret rare. Hmm. Yeah. A goatee, a real goatee going on here. Yeah. <laughs> At least goatee had hype. Yeah, go- goatee had like something. It's like, oh, it's a it's a cool fish synchro deck. Maybe this will be something this time. This is just like a bunch of people who got together and they're losing the race. Oh, uh, Thundercross. I mean, that's interesting, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's, I feel like that could be like really good generically. I mean, like that's probably how, well, yes, yeah. Like most people don't play like in their day. Yeah, I I feel like it's better than um. Trying to remember, I think it was um a super quant trap where it's like you could clear your opponent's field, but then they got something from their extra deck for free. Hmm. So I feel like having it come from the main deck instead is generally better. Yeah, and like you're probably clearing the field and deal with whatever they're bringing out. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is probably really good in like Tri Tribrigade. I mean, yeah. Uh Wikipedia does say it's related to the archetype Tribrigade. <laughs> okay, nothing in tips. This all needs a searching. I do I don't, I don't need that. Oh, we can <laughs> use it for uh for for Labyrinth. It's a normal trap. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, okay I, think, I think I think I think we're good now. I think we're good mm-hmm. now. This has been Yu-Gi-Oh talk. Uh, TCG talk, whatever talk, and renting the wheel. Goodbye. Goodbye.